We are here to provide an informative and entertaining method to reach out to our community of Spruce Grove. Our goal is to build connections within our society. If you have any questions or concerns about anything you hear on this podcast, you can email us at sgplpodcast at yrl.ab.ca. everyone to Behind the Stacks. First and foremost, we are a podcast geared for adults to share our world with you. Hi, Courtney. Hi, Simone. I am so excited for today's episode. I am too. We have so much good stuff going on and we have so many awesome people coming. Let's just dive right in. Off we go. To housekeeping. So we are the winners of the Cultural Diversity Award of Distinction. Next up, Local Nature Connections webinar on November 26th from 7 to 8 with the Youth Leadership Specialists with the Canadian Wildlife Federation, or the CWF. Come learn about these connections, as well as locations and resources near you to help you explore and learn about nature in your own backyard. Call or head to our website to register. Excellent. Next one we have is coffee service is back. You'll be given a cup and fixings for coffee and you must drink your coffee within the coffee serving area. Uh, If you need a refill, you can go back to the desk, grab another cup and be sure to ask staff if you have any questions or need any help getting more coffee. It's very good coffee. Yeah, it's not too bad. And I know a lot of people are very excited to have that service back. So we are very happy to provide. We also provide hot water for tea. As the British person on here, I feel I should mention the tea. That's right. <laughs> that, that, that part's just for you. I knew you would take that. Yes. Excellent. Winter emergency response. Located at the library during our operating hours and including our coffee service. For more details, check out the City of Spruce Grove website at sprucegrove.org. Every day. Books that hold wonderful stories are left sitting on the shelves here at the library, overlooked and at risk of being withdrawn. Each podcast, we're going to highlight two of these hidden gems and tell you a bit about them and perhaps give them a chance to be checked out and saved from the chopping block as we present Rescue the Book. So my Rescue the Book pick is called No Nest the Wicket by Donna Andrews. It was published in 2006 and it's a comedy murder mystery. Basically it's about croquet which if you don't know is a game where you use sticks to hit red balls under arches. I'm sure if there's any croquet players listening that may deeply offend them and I apologize but that's really all I know about the sport. Uh, Croquet is a genteel game usually played on a summer afternoon on a tranquil green lawn. Extreme croquet is a whole other story. That's what Meg Lanslaw and her new friends are playing on the Severalacre farm of our new neighbour. 
a countryside studded with rocks, steep hills and placid, seemingly unmovable cows. While this society game can get quite warm, it hasn't reached the stage of actual homicide. At least, not until Meg knocks her bull down a small cliff and encounters the body of a dead woman. I really enjoyed this book. I couldn't guess who the murderer was. It had a lot of dry wit, which is a humour I really enjoy. It was very entertaining. A bit silly. The characters get up to some pretty crazy and zany antics. The extreme croquet rules. Um, if you don't know the basic game, then extreme croquet is just going to blow your mind. This is part of a series of Meg Langslow, who is a sleuth. I haven't read any of the other books yet, so this was number seven, but I'm definitely going to check out the rest of them. So please rescue this book. So for my rescue book pick, I picked uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh, classic. Very classic. I mean, looking at the title, it's even Penguin Classics. So it's a lovely little adventure read. Oh, what did I put here? Oh, by Jules Verne. So basically this book is kind of, I mean, I'm sure everyone's seen the movies. Is The Rock in one of them? Like the second one or something? I think so. I think so. And who's that other dude that was in like The Mummy? Was he in the first one? Brendan Fraser? Yeah. I think. I think. I feel like he's the dad. Oh. Or something like that. Okay. Well, the book, very short read. It's kind of like a cute little 200 page adventure about Professor Lindenbrock and his nephew Axel who obviously are journeying to the center of the earth. Um, I thought the best part of the book was how they got out. <laughs> out of the center of the earth. Spoiler alert. Basically, they get shot out of the volcano. And then they're on the surface. <laughs> that's cool. And that's how they get out of that adventure. But it was kind of exhausting reading about them diving deeper and deeper. And it's like hot and obviously like dark. And just it gave me the anxiety attack <laughs> like oh my gosh because <laughs> it went on for like 30 pages of them constantly going down 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 i was like Ugh. just takes too damn forever, <laughs> too damn forever. <laughs> your, your adventure's too long hurry up <laughs> i don't want to read it anymore which is funny because i love horror and like that doesn't bother me but for some reason this made me really like tense it's like ugh. adventure's well, not my style although it was written a long time ago so yes. the style has changed Imagine. Absolutely. Some fun little facts. So there's obviously numerous film adaptations. Journey to the Mysterious Island. And you can find a lot of the great, um, what do we got here? Music, audiobooks, um, movies on Hoopla. So check out Hoopla. Then there's a study guide in case you're interested in learning more about the book itself. Yes. I like the dino battle that's going on there. It's like, wow. Is that one Oh, there? yes. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. There's also another dinosaur. Yes. So there are dinos there in the book. So if you like dinos, which is perfect for Dino November, but we're going to talk about more of that next episode. Yes. So stay tuned for that one. So a little teaser. And the last kind of fun fact is um, there is a ride available in Tokyo Disney Sea, which I have been on. And I can tell you guys right now, it's all fun. Kind of slowly going up. Like first, when you're waiting in line, it makes you look like you're going down, 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 and make like the elevator look like you're going to the center of the earth. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of just riding this cart up, 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 up. And I just saw this like lovely piece of like white light. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty. I wonder what's going to happen. And of course, they have this like monstrous thing like trying to scare you. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. And little did I know that like right after that little monster 
You basically drop like 13 stories down. Is that why the book gave you so much anxiety? Probably. Because you lived it? Probably. And I can oh, tell you. You lived through it. I did. And just to tell you right now, there was a lot of bombs <laughs> going off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a lot of F bombs uh, flying down that um, roller coaster. And if you ever are at Disney Sea and you are on the, kind of the main level there and you look up, there is a mountain that likes to explode every so often. And you can see just where the ride comes out of. <laughs> Little did I know that was it. So that was fun. <laughs> that sounds awful. It was hell. I'll do it again, but it was the first time around. I was like, it was hell, but I'll do it again. But I will do it again. That sounds amazing. I will face the sphere, but yeah. I would totally do that. <laughs> we should have uh, behind the stacks at Disney World. Oh my gosh. Just Please to... invite me to that. Yeah, of course. of course. We have a special guest here and you're going to hear her voice, but you're going to try and have to guess who it is until we tell you. I'm just going to ignore her until <laughs> So be quiet, mystery guest. No, not really. What's happening in Spruce Grove? All right. We actually have a few things happening in Spruce Grove. Simone, do you want to take the first one? Oh, yes. November 5th to the 11th is Veterans Week. My granddad was in World War II at the Battle of Normandy. And, of course, him and all the other brave men and women should be remembered. Absolutely. Next, I have November 11th is Remembrance Day. So the library will be closed on Wednesday and it will reopen on Thursday. So please take a moment, mm -hmm. pay your respects. Wear your poppy. Wear your poppy. And wear your poppy with pride. That's right. Mine's on my coat and I haven't lost it yet, so it's a good year. I've lost two poppies <laughs> in the past couple of days. Oh no. But that's okay because you're just donating money to veterans when you buy a new one, so. Speaking of donating to veterans, did you guys know? So my dad was super generous one year and he just gave them a 20. You can get like a gold pin. Like it was like a gold embossed like poppy what? pin. I was like, there's like a gold member poppy. It's like achievement unlocked. On the news this morning, yeah. they showed that you can use like QR code or Apple Pay oh. to get a poppy now. It's like high tech poppy buying. What? Yeah. I'm you don't glad. You need your coins anymore. Throw them out. Oh, I they're trash. They're good too. Yeah. Coins are trash. Use your card. Anyways, I love that there's a gold membership for um, donating to the veterans to get a poppy. That was kind of like insider scoop news. Like, I wouldn't have known unless That's my really dad cool. did that. So, yeah. Yeah, that is very cool. November is Family Violence Awareness Month. And we have a display here at the library with resources, self-help books, and supportive material. So, it's something that we are very uh, proud to be supporting and displaying and we hope the information is helpful to you. Yeah, Simone did a lovely display. We kind of had some help with the uh, Stony Plain FCSS. I really like the show your support. Pick up a purple or white ribbon at the library. And we even have moose hide um, and flashlights. Did you see the flashlights this morning? I didn't. That's a new addition. Yeah, so for Light a Path, that's on November 26th. Uh, you can do like a 1K walk. A the idea is to bring a flashlight and join the community to raise awareness and support for ending family violence. But we also have cute little blue flashlights that you can pick up with batteries in them. So they're like ready to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just pick them up at the library and head out for a nightly stroll. And be safe. Which should be easy because it gets dark at bloody five o'clock. Yeah, it's very strange going home and just seeing how weird. dark it gets. I'm so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> so now we are going to reveal the identity of our mystery guest. Do, 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 do. Would you like to do the honors? I certainly would. 
our mystery special guest is none other, the talented, awesome, amazing, Brittany Robinson. That was like way too nice of an opening. You're like, I don't want your crappy claps, you guys. I want the cool one. I want the audience. <laughs> How are you today, Brittany? I feel like the masked singer because the guest. No. Which mask would you have? My voice mask is off. Yeah, yeah, which mask would you have worn? I've never watched the show. <laughs> I, just, I just see advertised on the side of buses. I don't know, like the sparkliest one. That's the one I would yeah. have. That's right. Yeah, I can see that. When I was first going and like trying to get my first permanent library position, it was at when Summer Reading Club was run, like wrapping up, and I knew it was going to be the last few days of me being there. So I wrote a little letter to the director that said, these are the reasons why I want to stay, and these are the reasons why I think that we're a really great match. And was probably maybe not the best like probably not good advice to be doing that writing letters to people and just telling them that they should keep you but I thought the worst that would happen was that she would tell me to get out of her office and then I can have the job and I was willing to take that chance and it worked she said yes and then I was here for a few few years at this Bruce Grove library a few wonderful years yeah it was a good time so just persevere be, be aggressive. Be, be aggressive. <laughs> be aggressive. Don't dream it. Be it. That's right. That is Simone's tattoo. <laughs> that she'll be getting at the end of the year. <laughs> Amazing. You have some exciting news about a little library that may have just opened. A little teeny tiny Emerson Library, yeah. So I was talking about how we were putting it together. It's the Emerson Library, and she is ready to go. It's really exciting. So we're in the Entwistle Community Recreation Center. The name just changed of the facility, so I had to write it down. That is the official name, Entwistle Community Recreation Center. So we have everything, including fireplace and a water slide. Not in the you same. have a water slide? We have a water slide. Like, not next to the fireplace, but in the same <laughs> building. Yes, we have a water slide. Is it still turned on? No, it's off now. Oh. May long, May long, my friends. <laughs> and we have a cute little children's, well, not little. We have a cute big children's space that has a train. You can sit on it. It's really fun. Well, I know where we're going later. Wow. I am very It's really jelly. funny. We even have a self-checkout machine for, and for like our little town. I think that's a pretty cool thing. So that's pretty, pretty proud of it. We had, like when our first patrons started coming in, one of them said that it was like, oh, you have like all the urban amenities. But, like, still small-town cozy vibes. Aww. And I, like, my little heart just exploded because that is totally what we were going for. And things. it just made me so happy. Like, nailed it. That's what I was going for. And what is your position at the Entwistle? Library manager. Ooh. Ooh. That felt good. <laughs> Do it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got recorded. We'll just send it to you. So if you ever had a bad moment, just woo. <laughs> Oh, that is so exciting. And you have to make an appointment to visit your lovely library, correct? You do right now. Just because of COVID restrictions, we're just trying to keep everybody safe with their mask on and just being able to social distance, but also have the library to yourself for half an hour. You can just call or email me, 780-727-6666. A little plug right there. Call me. I'll get you in the library. (laughs) 
She's got VIP she access. Yeah, right? <laughs> we also have chocolate, so call me and you'll get a chocolate bar. What? Fireplaces, chocolates, trains, water slides. Water slides. Water slides. Currently it's a fun frozen, place to but... be. Gosh. Wow. I want to go there. I know. I'm, I'm like, that sucks. <laughs> Thanks for letting me like come in here and plug my library. Absolutely. I'm super excited to be able to write about it. Yes. Well, we wanted to hear more because I, I heard about the, the fireplace change colors. Is that what you were telling me? The fire the fire itself. The fire itself changes yes. colors. Change like color. Harry Potter. It's true. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Can it be green on my arrival? Like, can I? <laughs> I will. Just give me like five minutes so that I know you're coming, and I will green up the fireplace. What? Oh, oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna sit in the choo-choo train by the fireplace, eating some chocolate, and like feed up too. <laughs> <laughs> so we recommend all of you listening to go to Entwistle and enjoy the choo-choo train and the magical fireplace. <laughs> November 10th is the birthday of. Acclaimed author Neil Gaiman. And that is our main theme for today, apart from our wonderful interview with Brittany. And our question is why is he so amazing? Yes. He's turning 60 this year, I believe. So that's a big one. Big all six. Is that why he's amazing? That's why he's amazing. Because he's turning 60. He's so bloody amazing. If I can get to 60. Watch out. That's pretty amazing. (laughs) But it is right there. But one of the reasons why he is so amazing is uh, I found a uh, article on The Guardian. Um, I believe this was uh, not a podcast, but it was definitely like a speech somewhere that he said this and then someone like typed it all up and was like, this is so awesome. I got to like keep this forever. Um, So we're going to read a little bit uh, of this article here, but I will have the complete article in the description below. Well, Neil has always been a very vocal advocate of libraries. Indeed. It's another reason why he is so amazing. And the part of the article we're going to read today um, talks about that and his love of them since he was a little boy. That's right. The article is called Why Our Future Depends on Libraries, Reading and Daydreaming. Uh, Another way to destroy a child's love of reading, of course, is to make sure there are no books of any kind around and to give them nowhere to read those books. I was lucky. That's Neil Gaiman, not me. I had an excellent local... You're lucky too. Yeah, right. (laughs) I was not lucky. Um, I had an excellent local library growing up. I had the kind of parents who could be persuaded to drop me off in the library on their way to work in summer holidays. Uh, And kind of librarians who did not mind a small, unaccompanied boy heading back into the children's library every morning and working his way through the card catalog. Looking for books with ghosts or magic or rockets in them. Looking for vampires or detectives or witches or wonders. And when I had finished reading the children's library, I began on the adult books. That kind of reminds me of, like, Matilda. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah. Can I just I have a story that totally goes with this? Yes. One of my first patrons, like the first child patron that I had this week, come in and she had a cookbook. An adult cookbook. Yeah. And I said, that's exciting. Do you know how to cook? And she did. She loves to bake. She just made churros. What? But the most exciting part of that to me was that she had read basically every children's cookbook on track and had moved her way up. So she's like real life Matilda. And I just thought that was amazing. Yes. 
That is so good. Oh my gosh, that makes my heart just... Uh, they were good librarians, which is hard. I'm like, yes, we are. <laughs> we are good librarians. We, try. we don't judge people for what they read. We just want to encourage them to read. Read a cereal box. I don't care. Go nuts. Um, they like books and they like the books being read. That's not a good one. We don't, we're not here just to like hoard them on our shelves and be like, go away. Can't touch. We want them out. Um, they taught me how to order books from other libraries on interlibrary loans. They had no snobbery about anything I read. They just seemed to like that there was a wide-eyed little boy who loved to read and would talk to me about books I was reading. They would find me other books in a series. They would help. Uh, they treated me as another reader. Uh, nothing less or more. I was not used to being treated with respect as an eight-year-old. Uh, but libraries are about freedom. Freedom to read, freedom of ideas, freedom of communication. They are about education, which is not a process that finishes the day we leave school or university. About entertainment, about making safe spaces and access to information. I worry that here in the 21st century, people misunderstand that libraries are and the purpose of them. If you perceive a library as a shelf of books, it may seem antiquated or outdated in a world in which most, but not all, books in print exist digitally. But that is to miss the point fundamentally. I thought that was like beautiful. Core, where, beautiful. core where he stands. And of course, as we're all in the library world, I'm like, yay! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just nailed it with that description. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, what has everyone read by him? Brittany, do you want to start? You're a special guest. Well, I like, kind of wrote an essay because I'm so excited. Yay! <laughs> My favorite story is Fortunately the Milk. I don't know if you've read it. It's so good. So it was published in 2013. That's the first time it came out. And I feel like it will always be relevant. And in, like in 2080, kids will still be laughing at this story. It's so good. We need more time-traveling dinosaurs and floaty ball person care. Carrier, floaty ball person carriers. That is what they're called. Oh my God. It's such a good story. It's so funny. And it's just when it like, it's falling down the rabbit hole. You just get into it immediately and you don't want to leave it. It's so fun. That sounds exciting. I kind of want to read that. again? Fortunately, the milk. I hope we have that. Yes. It's on track. Yes, we have that. We do have that. Excellent. So now we're all going to fight for it. <laughs> Should we be placing a hold on that? <laughs> Just like in the background, like, thank you. <laughs> Is there anything uh, more? No, I think that's that's, that's, that's your, what I have to say. Is I, I really am a big fan of Neil Gaiman, and I just, like, who doesn't love Coraline? Amazing oh. adaptation, TV show, David Tennant. Oh, Good Omens. Good Omens. Thank you. I was going to say Angel and Demons, but I feel like I think that's Tom Hanks. <laughs> I'm reading that book as we speak in the cover. But isn't I'm... there, there's another one where he's like a little demon guy. And I, it's such a great show. And I don't know. I'm blinking because we're on podcast. That's okay. It's, it, it'll come. I'm sure someone, if anyone's listening. But my no point was like all the adaptations of his stories are so fun. And great. And yeah. if you're reading the book or listening to an audiobook or watching a TV show or a movie, you're gonna have a good time. And you're experiencing it in a whole new way. Exactly. They're all fun. How about you, Simone? Which ones have you well, watched, listened, read? I love the Sandman series. It's just so weird and mysterious, and the illustrations. And that's a graphic novel. Card. That is a graphic novel. Yes. Okay. Sorry, I should have mentioned that at mm -mm. first. 
but my very favorite Neil Gaiman book is called The Ocean at the End of the Lane. I love that one. I listened to the audiobook. I, I read it every night before bed. That's amazing. What a great story. I love that. Yeah, I um, I read it to Jen, my wife, and we'd go through about two or three chapters a night. It's That's just so a beautiful cute. book. Yeah. So it's about a guy who goes back to his hometown and his memories of it. And as a young boy, he becomes friends with a girl named Letty, who believes that there's an ocean at the end of their lane. He also has a lady taking care of him named Ursula, who everyone thinks is really great, but he doesn't trust, and he has good reason to in the end. It's fantasy, it's magical, it takes you back to more innocent times, and it's so well written, as all his books are, and we just loved it so That's much. such a good story. Good pick. Thank I'm, you. Good job. I feel like I'm so far behind. I'm like, I'm going to read some male game and start right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we also talk about American Gods? Oh, I read yeah. the graphic novel. Oh, my oh, gosh. So good. Are you so watching good. the show? I watched, the, I, I watched the first season. Okay. It's so good. Yes. Is Amazing. it available on anything we have? Or is it like a Crave or a... It's Amazon. It's Amazon. Oh, it's Amazon. Yeah, you have it on Amazon Prime, so I don't know if it's on Hoopla or anything like that. The graphic these. novel would be... Probably. Because I've read it. We have it here. I've talked about it last episode. We talked about graphic novels and stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah, good. So good. So good. And just the creativity behind that, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> my little brain. <laughs> How did you come up with that? The god of MasterCard. Yes. And like what? the rave one. It's, I feel like that's the rave one is not the correct title, but that's right. Uh and I just finished was it Neverwhere? Has anyone read that one? I haven't read that no. one. I've heard of that one. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, that one was good. That's all I can say about that one. Good. <laughs> it was really, really good. good. <laughs> Yeah, I I haven't. Have you guys read Coraline? I've only seen the movie. I've only seen the movie. I want to read it. I've seen the movie and read the book. And how did it compare? Oh, again, they were different, but both fantastic. So good. I feel like everything. It's like the first five minutes of watching or the first chapter of reading, and you're in it. Yeah, that's just it. Yep, you're stuck. And just the imagination behind it is like whoa. But speaking of, oh, I so want to call, say the G-Man. Speaking of the G-Man, the G-Unit, the the man at hand. Neil G. Neil G. Uh, Simone, you, you have an update for us. I do have an update. I use Twitter occasionally. And I had the idea today to tweet Neil Gaiman and ask if he could just retweet a mention of our little podcast here, Behind the Stacks, and how we're celebrating his birthday. And one hour ago... He replied with, of course. Of course he did. So he's retweeted re our Behind the Stacks tweet about his birthday episode. Thank you, Neil. Happy birthday. Neil, I just want to say that these Behind the Stacks girls are like a little teary-eyed right now. They're so proud. And when we saw the tweet, we may have fangirled a bit and waved our hands in the air and and squealed. Squealed, yes. Yeah. I, I feel like we should be squealed. singing happy birthday. Should we sing a happy birthday? A quick one? 
Okay. All right. Someone looks so scared. <laughs> we don't have to. It's, it's okay. just his birthday. Well, yeah, we have you know. Yeah. That's okay. We're not going to like sing sing. We're going to like talk sing. Like Neil talk Diamond. No. <laughs> Speaking of Neil Diamond. <laughs> this is not about Neil Diamond. <laughs> Neil Diamond at the end of the lane. <laughs> See, now we've just given you an idea for a new book. Yeah, so I hope you're welcome. That's our gift to you, Neil. Yep. All right. Should be on three? One, two, three. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Neil. You can't say dear. I know, it's like dear. I'm like, dear. Happy birthday to you. I feel like you should leave it like that. That was really good. We nailed it. Best happy birthday celebration ever. We're eating cake in your honor. That's right. I think what got me was you usually just say the person's first name. Happy birthday, dear Neil. Oh, and you wanted to. Oh, we said Gaiman. Neil Gaiman. You're right. I was just going to say Neil like we're friends. I was just reading his bio. He lives in the U.S. now. I noticed in that one interview we watched before he started that he has a slight Twang. Grace said great into England. We got fan mail from oh, England. From England. From Amazing. England. From Simone's England. From oh, my England. Your England. Me and Neil's England. <laughs> Nobody else. You don't say dear. <laughs> so we say dear all the time. So. It's true. So this is the premiere of our fan mail segment. And it's from a lovely lady named Emma. Hi, Simone and Courtney. I have listened to your podcast and I think it's fantastic. It's so lovely to hear Simone's voice after all this time. We have been friends since we met when we were 11 years old. You mentioned in the first episode that you were into Star Trek, but I do have to say, sorry, Simone. I'm with Courtney on this one. I'm a Star Wars fan. Get out of here. I know, right? You're fired from this library. I know. <laughs> Anyway, I will keep listening to you, so keep up the good work. Love from Emma, and then in brackets, Simone's friend from school. That sounds so nice. She, she, she was such a good friend at school. Once I drew this picture of Sigourney Weaver, and of course you did. I sent it to um, this kid's magazine, and they published it. And Emma went out and got a little frame and Emma. brought it to school. So I had my Sigourney Weaver picture in a little frame. Emma, you're so nice. And Simone, you have so many little amazing little secrets. <laughs> We're totally reeling it out of her. That's the point of this podcast, Chamber so we can learn secrets. more. Not, like, at all surpri- surprised that you drew that, but amazing. You're a published artist. Is I that a published artist. Is that a, what it's called? Like, a published writer and a published artist? <laughs> or is it just an artist? artist. <laughs> just an artist. Mm. I'm just really excited, and I took it to school, and I was like, look, everyone. And you should keep that on your resume. We should find a copy of that. The magazine was called Looking. But like, so, hey, good looking? <laughs> no, just like, look in. Oh. Look in the magazine. <laughs> oh. Catchy. <laughs> it's, I don't think it's published anymore, but if anyone ever finds a copy of that with a picture of Sigourney Weaver from a 11-year-old Simone Cox... Then please send it to me. Please, everyone in England, go to the archives right now. I would love to see that again. Oh my goodness, what fun! This is why we have guests on here. I feel like I took over your show accidentally. You're the guest. You should be. Yeah. Should be sorry. Should be sorry. (laughs)
get out. <laughs> we're, cutting your, we're cutting your bits. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this is where you put the slamming door sound effect. Oh, and we should have some footsteps. That actually sound really good. Just use that. Yeah. Good job. Brittany, don't leave. I've not said our goodbyes yet. You've broken my heart. <laughs> well, on that note, if you would like to be a special guest, and you, you will be treated well. But they'll give you water out of a jar. Filter from the fridge. <laughs> We treat her all, I guess, with respect and dignity. Yes. <laughs> so if you would like to be a guest on our show and have filtered water from a special glass, and if you have any questions, concerns, or any great episode ideas, Neil, if you have any ideas, then we'd love to hear from you. You can send them to us at sgplpodcast at yrl.ab. Well, that's it for us. So tune in next time for another exciting episode of Behind the Stacks. And thank you, Brittany, for joining us. Yes, thank you for having me. We had the most fun. Ever. Indeed. Yes. All right. Well, that's it for me for now. Bye, everyone. Bye. But wait, there's more. We're not quite finished yet. We have a very special interview with our practicum student, Laura. Welcome everyone to Behind the Stacks for a very special episode with our practicum student, Laura Chopiak. Hi, Laura. Hey. Thank you for coming to our podcast. Thanks for inviting me. So we'll get right into it with some questions. What made you choose to go into the library industry? Well, I had been thinking about it for a long time. Um, Obviously, I like to read, but I'd say there's more to it than that. Um, I wanted to do something that serves the community and uh, benefits other people. Uh, There are so many different paths you can take from library school, uh, like academic libraries, archives, uh, private libraries, or working with databases, but public libraries are my favorite. Mine too. Absolutely. What are you learning about in school? Uh, Well, in my first year, I did my required courses, which were kind of foundational, an introduction to libraries, um, reference services, organization of information, leadership and management, introduction to research, uh, things like that. And now that I'm in my second year, I get to take some optional courses. So I'm learning about instructional practices, uh, indigenous contexts, and I'm learning to code in Python. Code in Python, how's that going? It's really interesting. I've never done any coding before, so I'm learning a lot. Um, I'm finding that coding is becoming a big part of programming at the library for makerspaces and um, just adding stuff to the websites. So Good to hear. I hope that'll make me more employable. <laughs> what are you doing during your practicum here at SGPL? Uh, I spent the first few weeks getting to know the library and shadowing as many people as I could, uh, helping with things like shelving and holds. Uh, Then I spent some time with Anna in Bibliographic Services. Uh, My latest project was helping Sarah, the children's librarian, create a winter holidays webpage Mm -hmm. where we'll have uh, books, videos, and activities for all different winter holidays. I even got to record a couple of my own storytime videos. What is your favorite 
memory or most enjoyed experience during your practicum? That's really hard to answer because I've really enjoyed everything. <laughs> Uh, this is my first official library work experience, so it's been great just getting to see how the library operates. Uh, ordering new books and unpacking those orders was really fun. Mm -hmm. uh, I liked playing with the coding robots. That was a lot of fun, too. Um, probably the best part has just been getting to know everyone here because you're such a great group of people. You've all made me feel so welcome. Oh, well, you are very welcome. We love having you here. What are you reading right now, and do you have any recommendations? Uh, so most of my reading right now is for school because I'm in the middle of the semester. Um, I did just read The Turn of the Screw by Henry James for Halloween. Is that as creepy as I've heard? It was a little creepy. I did read it at night with most of the lights out. So yes, atmospheric. That's excellent. That's the best <laughs> way to do it. Uh, over the summer, I read the whole Tiffany Aiken series by Terry Pratchett, mm -hmm. which I highly recommend. I like all his books. Terry Pratchett's amazing. Yes. Those, I hadn't read any of his YA before, so I really enjoyed those. They were excellent. So uh, I'm guessing you like the Discworld series. I do, yes. So after all those serious, intense questions, <laughs> we're going to have a bit of fun. Okay. Some rapid fire. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Here we go. Eggs or pancakes? Pancakes. Sweet or sour? Sweet. Yoga pants or jeans? Jeans. Christmas or Halloween? Halloween. Me too. Dog or cat? Dog. Facebook or Twitter? I guess Facebook. I'm not much of a social media person, <laughs> but I don't even have a Twitter. I do have a Twitter, but I still haven't really figured out how it all works. Zoo or aquarium? Zoo. Running or walking? Walking. Good choice. <laughs> Xbox or PlayStation? Hmm. Can I take the secret third option of Switch? Absolutely. <laughs> you can come right out of left field with Nintendo. Coke or Pepsi? I don't really drink a lot of pop. What is your favorite drink? I like to drink tea. Fellow tea drinker. Mm -hmm. And what's your favorite kind of tea? I like most kinds. I like herbal teas at night. Mm -hmm. I like black tea in the morning. Yeah. No, no strong preference. Okay. Sun or moon? Ooh, sun. Calling or texting? Texting. Yes. Agree 100%. Summer or winter? Summer. Candy or chocolate? Candy. You had to think for a second. It did. Oh, coffee or tea? Tea. <laughs> Morning or evening? Evening. Werewolf or vampire? Ooh, werewolf. I think I'd like to be a werewolf too. Yeah. We're kind of cuddly, you know. Maybe yeah. You could train one. And... Yeah, I mean, I do love dogs, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Give him a chew toy. <laughs> so. Which superpower would you want? Super strength or the ability to fly? Fly. Burgers or hot dogs? Burgers. Ninja or pirate? Pirate. Excellent. Can you do uh, any pirate impressions? I sure can't. <laughs> then I won't make you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, 
Thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you very much for having me. How long are you here till? I have three more weeks. I have reading week off. That's next week. Mm -hmm. So three more weeks. I'm doing 10 weeks total, seven down. And what's happening after that? I don't know. I have one more semester and then I'm graduating. So hopefully I will see you all again. So we may have you back here. I hope so. We hope so too. That would be wonderful. <laughs> and now we really are done. It's been so much fun. Thank you to Laura, to Brittany, to my wonderful co-host Courtney. Aww, and our new best friend Neil. And also Emma. Emma, thank you for giving me that picture and for staying my friend all these years later. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.